What's up? Cheers, everyone. Oh, that's cheers. Not a, that, this is cheers, a full beer. There cheers, we go. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers, yep. cheers. cheers everyone. All right. So, you all know Gavin and I. Um, Sometimes. Yeah, every now and then. We, we, we. That was shitty. Give me the one. There we go. That's fucking better. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So before we kind of get started tonight, we want to uh, do kind of the same shit we always do. We want to hit you guys with that giveaway. Um, what's up, Brandon? How Cheers, you doing? Brandon. Um, so go check out that giveaway. Um, we're like halfway to 100 followers. Uh, so we'll be choosing Chug that along, winner sometime soon. Um, the next thing you're going to see right after that is going to be a poll for, uh, t-shirt sizes because like Gavin was saying, one of our, I'm previous, a larger person. So like, you know, you never know what sizes people want. Well, yeah, we're going all the way from small to double XL. So yeah. like we got, we're, we're hitting Someone the range. Into triple we're, X, preferably Jack. But we're trying to, <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're trying to find the numbers on kind of what, what to order and whatever and kind of stuff like that. See what we need more of, what we need less of, you know? Um, so do us a favor, hit the hit that poll that's showing up right now. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of the intro I got for you guys. Yeah. So that being said. Yeah, don't forget about the giveaway. Check it out on Instagram. Um, that guy's new. Yes. And then also, Hello, who's, guys, who's Jordan. This, guy? this is my brother, Jordan. Also, Hoonigan on What's up, dude? Instagram. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, it's always good to have you. Yeah, it's good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> like we haven't known each other for the past like ten years. We've all known each other for a while now. Yeah. So, uh, Jordan, go ahead and introduce yourself. Where Where did you work before, and where do you work now? So, what's up? My name's Jordan. Uh, Twenty five. So, I've been a mechanic for about seven years now. Uh, five years at Toyota before this. Now I uh, work at Sabina Precision Prep. It's a uh, race shop over in Anaheim. We Precision Prep? Precision Prep is my department. Okay. Motors and controls is like the whole or whole warehouse. So uh, it's like a comp- so it's a company, right? It's, it's a like, company with like four different sections in it. So like one is motors and controls. What's yours again? Mine is precision prep. And, and then have, what's uh, the other ones? Freeway welding and then Freeway welding. Mm-hmm. That's wild. What's what that? is what is that? Yeah, what it's is just, that? <laughs> it's just we have one guy who welds and like another guy who machines. We have a shit ton of machines. We call him a freeway welder. Yeah, what is what well, does freeway mean in that yeah, sense? Well, I'm, I'm, confused. Confused. I'm confused on freeway. You just call it freeway. <laughs> <laughs> the building is right next to the 91 freeway. Oh, uh, so you call it freeway. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so it just it kind of works right there. Yep. It's so next to the freeway. Well, gotcha. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so precision prep, motors and controls, freeway welding, and then what's the last one? I couldn't tell you honestly. I don't think I know the last one. Whatever. So, so how long have you been uh, working there for? Almost nine months, nine ten months now. Really? You were at it's, it's. I feel like you've been there longer. In May, it'll be yeah. a whole year. How long were you at Toyota? Uh, five years. Oh, damn. I also okay. did two years of school with them, and I was there with for like, Yeah, so yeah. you've been so you're essentially master. working as a mechanic for seven, going on eight years now. 
So you're in master mechanic? You're, in, you're just ASE certified? On paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Paper. That's why we call him a resident <laughs> expert. On paper, I'm a master tech, but in reality, I don't have that whole years of experience. I have five doesn't, years of line tech experience. Doesn't that take about like 10? I mean, if you're good and like you do all your schooling, you can get it quick, like I did. But okay. you getting this like paper helps is one thing, but knowing what you're doing and understanding everything, like there's things that I don't understand that master techs would just knock out quick, or like yeah. MBTs would, or M yeah, MDTs would knock out quick. What's that mean? Uh, master diagnostic tech. That's like the main guys. Mm -hmm. Like if someone can't figure out, they call that guy in. Exactly. Huh. Okay, so so well, Toyota was cool though. Yeah. Uh, you learned a lot, thank goodness, because you helped us out with our cars and stuff like that. He's our resident mechanic, as we call it, you know. I think he's done every, almost every upgrade on your car. Yeah, like, I... All, all the major ones, anyways, for the most part. The major other, other than The ones that, like, he's like, all right, take it someplace else. I'm not doing this. It's, I don't have the tools nor the parts. <laughs> like, well, I, I, I know that was a suspension yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, so Sabina, that's cool. So, um, they do race cars too, right? Like Indy cars. That's kind of like, a, is that the precision? So what we do is what's like it called? Precision what? Precision prep, like precision preparation. preparation. Okay. So what, how does, how does the Indy cars come about in that then? It's or basically not cars. the pro cars, like pro Formula One cars in a sense from early 2000s, like the, they're called pro Formula Mazdas. We race those, so we have like rich clients who come in. Um, they basically buy the cars and then we take care of the car. We do anything and everything on it, and then we get them out on the track. And we usually go to a track once every month. But the past two months, our uh, two cars that we have, the engines blew, so those are out at the engine rebuilder right now. We should get one of them back. Um, we just took our big old Can Am GR2, one of their fastest cars in the fleet. Uh, we took that up to Fontana back in what was it December or when was King of the Hammers? That was that was last We took it out the last end of week. January. That was February fourth weekend. We took it out yeah. last month yeah. then, and unfortunately, it crashed into the wall. So, so it's a race team, yes, Brandon. It's yeah. a so race team, but and like, we we yeah. actually have a question right now. I think one of our first questions that we're going to spotlight real quick. Um, so Big Show Brandon wants to know what type of circuits do the racing teams run in? So, well, we have an off-road and a road team. So the road team that I mainly specify in, we go to like Button Willow, Fontana, Laguna Seca, um, Road America in Wisconsin. Um, That'd be sick. We're going to do that in July with the big car. That'd be cool. Um, where else? Uh, Willow Springs. We'll go to Thunder Hill. Up in way up north. Didn't you say you guys go to the Mint 400 too? Yeah, our off-road team goes to the Mint 400. That's badass, dude. That's I want like, to go to that. Dude, that's like, uh, that's like one of the Ultra 4 racing things. Like, <laughs> King of the Hammers, like, that's like... Oh, I know. It's literally an ultra, like, it's going on. Well, next since, one is, since is, King of the Hammers, I don't think I've seen... Like, I, I... I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Since King of the Hammers, I've seen nothing but Mint 400... Right. Stuff posted all mm -hmm. over Instagram. So let's answer the question. So it's an off-road, off-road, and then what other kind of circuit road. is it? It's road. What? Yeah, it's basically. I mean, not just, an just autocross circuit, and then autocross okay. is what you call the road racing. Okay. I mean, off-road racing is like 
That's it's just racing. like whatever off-road racing is. Like, yeah. The hundred miles of Baja and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like any of the Baja, like or yeah, like, like yeah, or short short Baja. Course, right? Yeah, yeah short short it's different. Like, yeah, yeah, different course. tracks is exactly. Is, okay. Yeah, that's sweet, man. I'm glad you're finally telling me this because I still don't even. I still mm-hmm. barely even knew. That's so what I'm saying. Like, for the longest like, time, like well, I'm like, just like, yeah, he works on like yeah. small indie cars. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. But then I seen <laughs> this new one, like the, the was it GR2? This thing's huge, dude. This thing looks way bigger than the other ones. Like it was gapping those other cars, like in the race. Dude. I'm just <laughs> trying to get you guys to go out there and like watch one of those races. I, we, were gonna, we were going to. We were going to. I know. That that weekend at Hammers, we were going to. The co- so what happened in that race of the King of the Hammers? So you guys were there, and did the wind happen? Like the no, wind blew you guys in? The- it wasn't even that. It was, I mean, it was an actual race. Like when you have practice and all that, you can go easy. You can like adjust, and you don't have to worry about like cold tires. You can just focus on warming them up. You don't have to go into the corners all hot. But in a race, I mean, we were starting position, so we went around first lap perfectly fine. The second lap comes around on turn two and his tires were cold and he was being pressured and so he spun out um corrected it and then the guy passed him so we run around and i think it was lap four is when he went to the same corner and the tires weren't warmed up because those are if you're looking at it they're probably like 325s if not more they're huge tires um because they're wide right yeah they're, they're super wide tires. too they're trapped and the and wing on that thing is massive so the amount of downforce that it's putting on those tires too mm-hmm. They, so, so they flatten out, so they're even wider than what yeah. they are when they go in around corners, too. They mm-hmm. flex and, like, mold. So, Crazy. like, I mean, it was just cold tires, and he spun out, and unfortunately he couldn't correct it or catch it and backed into the wall in Fontana. So, was, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but you just, you, you have me thinking now. Because you said they, you're talking about the tires flex, right? Yeah, yeah, when they're hot, they, when they're cold, the they, rubber on there isn't it doesn't so, adhere to the surface. It yeah, it's really cold no tires. Grip. The tires are hard. But my question is, is do you run high psi or low psi? We run like eighteen psi. When we have special sensors on that car, so that it kind in, so you're in a sense aired down. I always you, think you of you like when you look down, at an airing down is more grip. Airing up. Yeah. So when I used to go drifting. I would air up my tires to like 50, so you have 60 less psi. Yeah, so you have yeah. less grip. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was because I was underpowered. Because there's, the there's less surface area touching the ground. Right. But at the same time, when I'm drifting with a more powerful car and I want that grip, but I can also spin the tires in second, third, and fourth. You find gear, that kind of happy medium. You go 30 and you kind of mess with your tires. Yeah. You go from there. Yeah, you, you want that you, grip. you find you yeah. find like that happy medium of gripping but not too much grip to right. still kind of let them like break loose. But if you have an underpowered car and you want yeah. to be drifting, okay, tires at we can teach you how to. It. We can teach you that later. Well, no, <laughs> I just like I we like, can teach I'm, you how to play Forza too. Well, no, no, no. I'm just like <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> very I'm very <laughs> new to I'm new to the racing world. So when you said that the tires flex, I was like, wait, so does that mean that they are technically like air down and they're it's running like a lower PSI side than yeah. like normal because I guess like I never kind of really put too much thought into it initially but now that I've got like I've started to think about it like yeah I guess I originally kind of always thought that they ran like a normal PSI to like what you would hurt like drive on a daily driver like give or take 35 40 PSI yeah and just have like a regular Kind of, I guess, tire. Like, I don't know. Like, Racing because down. I thought that with the flat, well, I guess no tread. I guess it's not flat tread. I guess it's just no tread. 
Um, and then the width of the tire itself. Do you know the the tire it's like four of a tire? <laughs> it's for like water to pass through. If you well, I knew that because I know like, mud and terrain versus all terrain. The mud and terrain compound silver is sodas, uh, Tony. Silver sodas. I, I know like the light. mud terrain compound just is like softer <laughs> to allow the water and mud and snow and stuff that usually would get stuck inside of the tread. It's softer to allow it to break loose easier. You have bald tires. You have bald so tires I know that someday, but. I because I and I know with racing like well like Indy and stuff like that they run the just flat tire because they don't need. Like, All right, enough about the tires. Know, yeah, sorry. I like I. <laughs> Let me put it yeah. simply for you. Everything in racing is down to a science. Oh, really oh, I, oh yeah. So after Fontana, you guys backed the car in. So now I what? So so what are you doing right now exactly with with that? So you guys fixing it? You three cars torn apart. The two PFMs have their engines taken out. The split and a half parts are laid out and all that. We're waiting for the engines. Those have been down for like two months. The big car, that one, I've torn just the rear end apart, assessing the damage and all that. And it's just cosmetic. So it's like, what do you mean cosmetic? Just like, like it's just the wing and the mount and all like, that. So, but the thing is, you can't go out and buy things for that car. So you have to refabricate it. So, like, so do you have to do any fabrication? Metal work? I'm either? not doing anything on this wing. The guy that I work under is, but everything else on like the PFMs and stuff and like everything else on this car, I've already done. Like I've reshaped the body panels and all that. Um, the PFMs, we've had a couple of crashes where I've completely like, rebuilt that whole car, whether it be the suspension parts, um, all the body work, whether it be fiberglass, carbon fiber, painting the car too. Yeah. So at this point though, we're just waiting for the engine to get in. I haven't been in the race shop lately. I've been uh, helping the other guys and we have like this Navy job. If you see like the big green transformer boxes and stuff like that, like we get those in and, um, we basically refresh them. We like strip them down to nothing. We repaint everything inside. We take the transformer out. Really? Twelve thousand pound. Like, for what? What's the reasoning behind? It's that? just the job for the navy. It's like it it sits out there for fifteen years and it gets all rusty. So you just research like refurbish them. Refresh it in a sense, yeah. That's cool. And it's a big job. It takes a lot of man hours. Like we. So is that something that year? I was <laughs> like, we just put the roof on today, and like that was a. Like I've, so that's what you're reading. I've done like, well, in a sense, yeah. Like the deep color, deeply colored bed liner, that shit. Like I've rolled it on there, and like that's the floors. Um, I've repainted the whole inside of it and shit like that. And, like I'm also an industrial painter for the company too. When I'm not a race car mechanic, so anything with any painting, I'll go in there and like use the HVLP gun, spray it down or prep everything for them and get those ready. All right, so let me ask you this. So we'll ride our line my car. That's where I was just going with it. No, yeah, no, we'll do it. <laughs> okay, so once we no, get so after that yeah, weekend we'll at it. Hammers, when we when we met that guy with the the like it's like a third gen runner. Yeah, yeah. That had that shit right on line with the with the, with the, with the like this, the light gray. There's this. Other I want to do that with the same colors like, on my interior. So I want to do that shit tan. What I did on the off road frame when I sprayed the off road frame and like completely redid it, we used this stuff called Steel It. It's a, I've heard of that. It's a great paint with stainless steel inside of it. It sprays on beautifully and like honestly. So we're using it on the off-road race frame. Like that's okay. So if I rolls, it takes freaking. Okay, so let me ask you this. So I've been wanting to plasti dip my rims black. No, I'm not plasti. So no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying though. Is 
steal it in alternative? No. It's not a different color. Well, I just, wheels aren't a priority for me right now. So, like, I'm just kind of putting them on the side burner. I just, like, wanted to, like, do, like, a cheap little kind of quick, like, even black. No. That's the only thing I want at the moment. People are just going to look at you and say, that looks cheap. That's fair. <laughs> that's probably that's fair. Just don't do it. Just wait. Yeah, just wait. Just get wheels. I know. I know. Good I things know. come to those who wait. Well, I know. And when I get come wheels, on, I'm getting beadlocks, so I'm going all out. Like I'm just fucking going one and done with these motherfuckers until I beat those things to shit. Simple as that. So, so that's a whole different story. So that's cool, Jordan. Um, so anything else that you guys are doing next? When's your next race or anything like that? What is this month? March? Or in the yeah, month of March? First, first week of March. I mean, shit, we've probably missed at least one race. Uh, button wheeler race. I'm sure there's another race. Because you're, re- yeah, because you're rebuilding. Yeah, because we don't have the engine. If we get one of them, like the second we get that engine in, I'm going to put it in the car and we're going to go to button wheeler for a test day and have our driver come out there. So and let then- me ask you this. Are engines on back order just like in general we, right now? It's, it's not that. It's the engine, so we run because you're having a problem getting an engine. We run the running, Jeep is no, having a problem getting my not, engine. It's not getting engines. We're not getting, I, well, we don't know, we don't buy engines. So, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking a general sense here. Everything you know about streetcars, throw out the window. That's what I had to learn when I came in. Everything, Fair enough. So, yeah, well, because completely so different. So, we run style, the yeah. RX8 Renaissance two rotor rotary engine motor or rotary sure. motor. You know what a rotary is? So basically, the guy that we have... In the most vague sense possible. We send our engines out to a guy in Washington. His name is uh, Daryl Drummond. And he's very well known in the racing, like very respected in the racing community. Drummond sounds vaguely familiar. For For building engines and all that. And he's the only guy in the U.S. that has a dyno to like run these and test these and all that. And so we get them specifically built from him, and we've had one of our engines last three seasons. That's three years of racing every month. That's putting your high RPMs all the time, like so much abuse. And yeah, our high stress, high performance, high endurance. So we like the tolerances and everything. everything. Everything's got to be perfect on those engines. Yeah. And so once like we can get that, and we'll the guy that we have in, he just bought this car from one of our other clients, and he dropped out, but. I mean, these things, they'll go like 150 So tell him that. So so I know this. So, so when he says, like, another guy dropped out, we have another client, they own the cars. No, and it's, well, well, they, we they, bought they bought, so so they have these cars. This is my understanding. You can correct me in a second. So basically, they have these cars that they have. They work on the cars. Either they bought them or they built them. And then they have a driver for their cars that's separate. From the, driver, like the actual company, the, the driver company. owns the car. So what it is is the driver owns the car. He's the racer, like that. the driver, the racer. He's the guy who fucking wins the money. When yeah. I'm in the shop, in a sense, to get a business perspective of it, I have to make the shop fifteen thousand dollars a month between two clients. So those clients are spending that amount of money a month. For mm-hmm. their race cars to be housed and worked on and all this stuff, and whatever my labor charges that like that's going towards it. Well, I mean, considering a guy paid about roughly allegedly four grand to get his car helicoptered out of Jackhammer, like that actually doesn't sound too far off. To our clients are millionaires, dude. Because like, I'm thinking it's like it's same, same cars. but different. Like yeah, like same just... idea, same cost, relatively but different execution 
I guess. No, it, it definitely Because one's off-road, one's on a track. It, well, so one of our but drivers... like roughly the same kind of that's price thing, that goes... That's one of our drivers that when they were in Laguna <laughs> they had that whole accident and they crashed. This car was completely destroyed. The labor, the parts and all that, we could have bought another car for that price. And these cars are 40 grand, 40 to 50 grand fully built. So it's honestly not that much when you like, put not, it in perspective. A race weekend will cost you five grand. Yeah, and that's a weekend mm -hmm. to maintain. You do that each month to maintain these cars and all that stuff. It costs a lot. Mm -hmm. I can't well, imagine what one ten is like right now for gas prices because before it was ten dollars a gallon. That's ridiculous. Jesus. We'd walk out of race weekends with two cars spending six hundred dollars. I mean, there was a we. <laughs> The the spot in Death Valley that's that we were dude. at that's was six something, that's but we passed a spot that was seven, and I was just like, dude, gas is like seven dollars a gallon gas for just is gas ridiculous. for my fucking Jeep. Like, yeah, fuck that. Like, I paid like five. I'll go back to the five. Like I paid five dollars. I paid five dollars, and then we went past the same spot the next day. It was five fifteen, and then the very next day it was five twenty seven. I'm like, dude. I don't even know what the hell's going on right now. We hit a new milestone. It cost me eighty-five dollars to fill up my car. I we, saw, I saw a fucking, I saw a meme. We hit today. the I am legend phase, right? Yeah, I saw a where meme today. Gas is as I was like scrolling Instagram, <laughs> and it was like, a picture of a uh, of a horse with a car seat strapped <laughs> like to the That's back of the funny, saddle. Man. That's good. And it's like gas prices are too high is what I've resorted to or some shit like that. I'm going to start doing the old ways, taking my skateboard and the bus. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm about to start taking the ruckus everywhere. That's like I wanna, 100 miles to the gallon. Like, I would love to get a bike. I don't need to go fast. I just need to cruise. But then, I mean, that thing does 40. Like, if I can go like 70, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I need to go. That's not cruising. I need that's to go freeway to get to work. That's all. Um, <coughs> need to or want to? If I don't, it's going to take me like an hour to get to work. All right. So, what? so what's what's the next thing we got going here? We're talking about. <coughs> we got his fucking car. Jordan's car. This is him. I big, can't. Big dummy. Oh Jesus Christ! What is going on? I don't know. He's just a big dummy, though. Um. You got any plans for your car soon? Like, like what's your what's your long long term goals for your car? Saving up for long travel. Once I get those tax returns, I'm gonna see what I got. I'm either gonna throw a locker in it, or I'll just put it away <laughs> for the long travel fund. But you know what? A locker might be the first thing you should probably. There we go. <laughs> might help you the most. So right? I actually I have a coworker and he's got a taco and he's he's still... stuck. <laughs> yeah. This is that king of the hammers. <laughs> That's after I saw 20 minutes of trying to dig myself out and get myself out on my own. Well, well okay, like so that's also back up real quick because the story behind this is typical you. Okay, well, hold because on, I'm leading the pack, <laughs> Gavin's behind me, you're last. I was at, as I we're was in the going, middle, he was in the middle. Oh, you were in the middle? Yeah, I was in the middle. Oh, I, I didn't know that. They I were, thought you were behind Gavin. There were no. three different like routes to go in there. Like, we were yes, all yeah, yeah. So yeah. I moved over because I thought, okay, maybe we can all three take a route. Because three. you want to go fast. No, I wasn't. I was actually staying the speed with him. Yeah, but my that was my thought was like, oh, he's so to, to just go fast. What happened was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but. I so I looked in my rear view and you were gone. So I grabbed my radio and I hit up Gavin. I was like, yo, like what happened to Jordan? And Gavin's like, oh, like... he stopped <laughs> because he's trying to rip. 
was like, I'm pretty so, sure he slowed down to go fast. I was assuming that you just kind of held back a little bit to give yourself some space to kind of do a little bit of a faster speed and catch up to us and yeah. kind of have some fun. Didn't think anything of it. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So for the next, like, two miles, I just completely wrote you off. I was just like, all right, he's going to catch up. Like, I'll see him eventually. It's fine. Yeah. Just didn't, didn't think, think about, about it again. And eventually, I'm to the point. I'm to the point where I'm like, wait, like it's around. kind of been a while. Like he probably should have caught, like like, caught up with us by now. After that, like, like, so I hit up Dad and I'm like, yo, like, do you see Jordan? <laughs> He's like, Dude, no. So we stopped and we were like looking for you, and I mean, nowhere to be found. And there's no signal there. Either. No, zero signal. <laughs> so he's absolutely nowhere to be found. Little did we know, he's like three miles back, stuck in this exact situation. It was so funny. So what up to his axle. I was sitting like my dip was buried. So oh, yeah. straight buried. What happened was those lanes, like before that, the, like I was going across the median and like jumping over and just going over. Smoothly. I was going over. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. And so I slowed down. I All that shit is soft, is soft as hell though. No, but I was making it at certain points, and the second I let Gavin go in front of me and I started to take off, my shit just dug in and sunk. And you, like you didn't move from that spot. No, I, I after you can I see my tracks. You. I went straight from that spot, and that's when oh, you passed me. And I honked my no. horn, and Gavin didn't do anything, and he just kept going. <laughs> and I laid on the horn, and nothing. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, here I am. I got to get myself out. So I, I didn't realize out. that. I'm finding rocks and bushes and shit, and putting it under the tires. I'm like, that's an open dip. But if I would have had a locker. I would have had a better chance of pulling myself out because the front wheels were like there. So for those of you who don't know, Jordan's forerunner is two-wheel drive. <laughs> so the two wheels no, that are stuck know. in the sand are the ones but, that are supposed to be pushing him out. Also an open diff. So under True. under the wheel that's slipping, it's only gonna send power to the other wheel, and so it's gonna spin one wheel only. True. So with the locker, it'll spin both wheels. Yes, which would help. But but either way, you're in sand buried to no, I know, half I know. of 33. Like, it's, terrain tires are not good for sand. No, no it's it's different. It's no, it's a different environment completely. I know. Um, but basically, you guys took off. So, so I'm sitting there. I tried to get we, myself out. I hang on. Oh, what, what was your perspective after after I passed you? What happened? I just sat there and I was like, well, fuck. And so, like, I. Did you get stuck almost immediately? Yes. yes I immediately, watched after you, I passed immediately, me, after I watched you, you guys drive stuff. off. And that's when I was like, well, here I go. Let me see if I can do it. And that's like, I literally went to bush and like every bush, every rock that I could find, I put it under. I <laughs> dug myself out. I went to give it a little more gas, and the car goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I sat in the corner and I took that picture and I was like, here I am. It's like, well, fuck it. I called Gavin like six times. Nobody answered. I called Nick like twice. Did it ring? No, 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 no. I answered one of your calls because I like I was on the radio with him and you called me and I was like, oh shit, Jordan's calling me. And that's when like we knew that something had happened. Right. And that's when like, we stopped and we're like, oh fuck, like what like Nick, what's going on? Like, Nick was what, just like, like, what are we doing here? What do we do? I was like, well, let's stop, turn around, find some service, keep fucking calling him. Like, I don't know what else to do. Like, can't find him. Like <laughs> we can't leave without yeah, him. Drama, like, <laughs> is, is that trail that we were going on was a like slight incline. And so you guys weren't it able was to, a tiniest little bit of you couldn't yeah. see down no. because of the brush. And you wouldn't have been able to see. Well, no, technically, we would have been looking down at you. Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing is, is 
when you we, guys were coming down a different dude, way. Dude, we stood on his roof yeah, in his basket from, from when, and still couldn't see you. From That's when what I'm we saying. first started, we weren't on the main road. But once we, I thought we the, were because we were no, trying, because I had it in Gaia no, and we were trying to like stay as close to it as we could. Because once we found those guys, that's when we were on the main road. That's when we oh. turned around and found them. We were just to the left of them. The, which, by the way, right I don't know door. if you actually ever saw those guys. Did you but there was the, like a guy in a trailer. Yes, he passed me, and I was sitting there. Oh, was, so those guys got stuck yeah, somewhere, those somewhere guys. in they between. You. That's car somewhere in between dude. you and the point that we got to, they those got guys stuck. So stuck. when we had turned around, we passed them, and I like throw my window down. I was like, "Yo, like." Bro, I was just because the homie, the homie was stuck like as I was about to like cross in front of this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, so I had just turned around. They that group got stuck, and I was like, "Yo, are you guys good? Like, are you guys gonna need help? (laughs) I got a homie stuck right now, but like, I can help you too, real quick if you need to." And they're like, "No, like we got straps, like it's all good." And they had like three cars with them, so I was like, "I like they're they're fine." And by the time we had gotten you and gone back, they were gone, so they got out whatever the yeah. funny thing uh, is, is when i was stuck and i saw those guys go by i was like <laughs> good luck <laughs> yeah like, dude oh, like, i was in a trailer dude I, like, well no the trailer that's... didn't have a problem no the it was guy in tacoma yeah one bike in the back that's like truck, justin right there <laughs> and it was like a four foot hill that he needed to get up and over and he just couldn't make it over the fucking and like top of that little that's hill. what happens when you follow too close and you don't know like the next obstacle and like you just your car can't stand that's it. like when we were when by we the way were, speaking of falling too close um just quick little uh before our next trip what? we need to have like a full driver's meeting why yeah if you see me behind you get the fuck out the way and speed <laughs> up. look look and i and i know that because you've gone on the trip enough times with gavin i'm never like, gonna hit because gavin and i gone together no, no. i'll just say you so like that's that. like whatever but like you've come enough times where like i know what you're gonna do i can i don't know yeah no that's fine you'll hit the tire yeah i know it's fine i don't know what justin's gonna do i'm not worried about justin i'll scare no. justin off the road yeah, yeah but gonna he's gonna down. end up getting <laughs> stuck and then it's no, just like, I don't, the, well, not the thing, anymore. The thing is, is if he's gonna push out or do anything like that, I'm gonna just say, get out the front seat, let me in. <laughs> I'm taking over, dude. Then we just, what about your car? I'll let him drive my car. He's <laughs> <laughs> used to it. We were going, I was trying to go to sleep at four o'clock in the morning, the king of the hammers. Oh, dude, he doesn't have a thousand miles yet. He's I, I don't, yeah. I was in the trunk of my car, and Gavin hops in my front seat, starts my car, and says, let's go. We're going. And we take off in the desert. Yeah, Jordan just just oh, yeah. On it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I still haven't found my glove. You need to look for that thing. It's dude. not, it's not my car. Which no, glove? my car hard glove. Uh, it's not oh, my dude, car. No, we look I know it. it's not mine because I, I stripped my car of everything before I dropped it at the dealership. So I know it's not uh, mine. Well, so how'd you get out of this, I, Jordan? So I was just about to say that. He got out of it because I I pulled up and uh, yanked his ass out. By the way, I don't know if I told you guys this. I thought I was ripping something out off or out of your front bumper. Because so I don't know if you remember. No, I just had a little bit of like no, it didn't well, have tension. It was just it was a, it's a fucking statue. I'm not concerned. No, 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 no. But so do you remember when we were at Dove Springs and we went on that night? Yeah, that, you that said night that rescue. One of their guys like and broke that home. Yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. So and, well, if they broke theirs, it was either rusted or yeah. misused. Because those, 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 those are like, I don't. 
I don't stupid amount of time. I don't pressure. disagree with you, but at the same time, with how much slack we had in this, that's when what those I are for. Took you off, you should no, mine is that is mine. No, mine is technically a tow rope. Yeah, what that's what I'm saying. Is is which is why I use the, the soft shackles. <coughs> that's what mine. Yeah, is. I know. We, I, I, that's gonna be one of the next things. <laughs> Wait, you have the tow rope. I have the, the snatch rope. Yeah, the, the snatch rope is yeah. a yeah. must-have for all of us. Yeah. Like, yeah. So because when I, when, when tension finally grabbed and pulled on that rope, like <laughs> the noise I heard. Yeah, dude, was slightly scary. Forget like, about all noise. Because I wasn't worried about my car because I knew that that was your I, car I, that made the noise. Don't no, worry. it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I was no, in the back no, no, no. Because it. I heard your bumper like your 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 frame shifted a little bit in a sense. No, because don't worry about my car. My recovery like hook we'll on fine. the back end is easily three times thicker than his recovery hook on his front end. I don't think so. I don't think it doesn't matter. It doesn't it, matter. In it's the, steel. It doesn't matter. In it's the end, if any part breaks, we'll just weld on a modification yeah, and make yeah. it better. Yeah. Did we did we look spray. to see if we bent it, though? No, it's they part of spring. It's, it's, it's a tow hook. It's actually Yeah, and it's door. thinner than my pinky. No, have you seen my tow hook? No, you're talking about just the width of it, but the actual thickness of that steel, there's sheer force to break something like that. It's ridiculous. Hundreds of thousands of pounds of pressure, dude. Okay, well, we have easily 5,000 pounds minimum on, on each side. I'm you, plus yeah, dude, the, that's not that much. They couldn't bend it. They have to the bend speed. it with 100 tons. I'm, I'm telling tons you from the Henderson experience of... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. That strap has about 43,000 pounds of braking tension, so we didn't max that out. I don't so. care about I know we didn't go over forty. I know we didn't go over forty thousand. Nothing would have Forerunner is like thirty six hundred pounds. I'm just saying the noise I heard when tension finally hit, was slightly off putting for a second before I got out of the car and like looked back and like everything was still intact. Something breaks, we can fix it. Fuck it. Well, see, (laughs) yeah, that's why I wish you had come to. You can't fix that. Your shit's fucked up. That. You should now up. that I know that, yes, fair, but at the same time, when I was in the moment, I'm sure the amount of times I was like, I'm gonna get more beer. Fuck, I wish I had Jordan here. I'm sure because I don't know if he told you this. He called me. So on Monday, like I had forgotten to text Emily that like I was still like gonna be there for another day or two, like whatever. So like I was kind of like MIA, sort of. And, like, people hadn't heard from me since, like, the time I was supposed to be home. Like, it was, like, kind of whatever. But, like, I was just so caught up dealing with the actual tow truck that I didn't have time to tell those people that, like, what was going on. Right. But, anyways, Gavin calls me and is like, yo, dude, like, are you good? Like, do I need to send a rescue mission? And I straight up go, not unless you bring Jordan. (laughs) Like, and he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, well... I'm not stuck in a point to where I need another car. I'm stuck to the point to where I need a fucking mechanic. <laughs> and uh, something's going on here. I'm good. Those are for me, too. Those are good for me. Oh, well, all right, fine. I got half of your left. I can maybe make it through the end of the episode. We'll see. What are we at? 35? Well, it's only been a half an hour? Fuck. All right, I might need another one. All right, we'll see what happens. Well, anyways. Yeah, 
Moving on. So what do you, what's your kind of overall goal for your forerunner right now? Because I don't think it's going to be your permanent car, but at the same time, I think it might be a long-ish term car. My grandfather bought that car off the He's lot. not getting rid of it. My grand, like, yeah, my grandfather bought that new off the lot of Tustin Toyota. So like, I'm. What year is that? It's an 01. And he's nice. But when I got it, how many miles you got? When I got it, it had 86,000 miles. Right now, I have 135,000. Just now, four broken. runners oh, in the market. Just now, you broken. Don't have, you don't have that many miles on it then. No, it's well, just now broken in. Dude. Well, and you haven't even put that many miles on it then. No. The, and I've had it for and, three or four years now. Yeah, yeah. That's I've only put like forty thousand on mine. Oh, I put fifty thousand in my Jeep in three years. Yeah, that's. Ridiculous. But see, the thing is, <laughs> I like, drive a lot. I know that it's gonna last. I've seen these cars at six hundred thousand miles with everything done. If anything happens to it, like fuck it, it's a perfect car to upgrade and do everything that I want to do with it. Yeah. If anything happens, all right, cool. Like I can get a beater car or something, or just get a cruiser, something to cruise around and at least pick jacks up in. But in the end, this is going to be the car that is street legal and everything else. We'll get a car that we can use this car to tow. So, but still, you want to get long travel at least? Long travel, locker, and then eventually I will make, I mean, I've been talking to my coworker because he's the same. He's got a taco, two-wheel drive, but he actually has a locker and he doesn't have traction control. Mm-hmm. So he can actually run through everything. So mm-hmm. I also have to add that switch in. Yeah. Um, after that, I mean, it's just a matter of if I want to do a four-wheel drive swap or uh i don't know just make a bumper make my own bumper weld it together and then make a rear bumper i know gavin wants you to make him a bumper of i want to make my own sorts. bumper i want to do it too well i mean remember yeah. you remember my old co-worker game yes he actually bought a welder and has started his his started welding and he goes dude let me know when you want to start making stuff and I know he. I'm he, fucking down. So what's cool about Gabe is he actually makes like surfboards. He's done like the cutting of the foam, the shaving, the sanding, the glassing, the the polishing, the whole everything of, of surfboards. So like he's, he's meticulous. Gone through that, I was just about to say he's gone through that meticulous. Yeah, and also method his, of creating something. His dad and them used to actually be. I believe it's from the Midwest or like somewhere in like the mid america area and they owned a wood shop business and they right now currently you're still owning a wood shop business right now and they make cabinets fucking like desks uh like armoires chairs tables like anything that has to do with wood you name it you know yeah so so he his dad has like the, the shop the area the tools for us to work on things like that so gabe was talking he's like dude you guys ever need a welder He's like, I'm your guy. I'm like, perfect, dude. <laughs> there you go. So it'd be super sick to have Gabe weld some things around. Yeah, I should be pretty cool. I want to do something to my front bumper as well. I, I mean, I guess. Oh no, you know what I can do? I can build sliders. Hmm. That's what I think I would want to build. Is probably sliders. Only I'm. Only gonna say get sliders if you plan on crawling. Overlanding is not crawling. Overland doesn't crawl. Well, e- either way, I want that protection there, because even if I'm overlanding, I feel like I would eventually run into a situation where I need to do some sort of slightly advanced rock, rock crawling for an overlanding trip. Because like I've like I've watched the expedition overland guys and like. 
on their overlanding trips where they go 20 days long or some shit like that, they've gotten into situations where they've like needed that protection. If we make you sliders, we are welding them to the frame. Yeah. I'm and fine with not that. making it full time. I'm just going to weld it to the frame and then never coming off. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, so I don't like need, like, I'm totally fine with that because yeah. I know kind of what I want in my mind for a few different purposes. Um, and we can kind of get into details later about it, but I've already got like, the concept of what it's going to be and how it's going to be. It's going to be very standard, but it's going to be a thick piece of metal, like a square or a rectangular uh, piece of metal along the side of it where it concaves, and then it's just going to have tubes pulled or tubes welded to the frame. And so if it hits, well, it's going to slide. Because I also, because something that I have noticed or something that I saw on the expedition on the XO, like, guys videos on their trucks as and the reasoning they put behind that and then something i also did while i was in death valley kind of makes me want to have a slightly like i know it's not necessarily ideal but i want to have a slightly wider slider to have a little bit of a footstep to be able to stand on it because yeah like i and this is going to sound slightly cheesy but like I want to stand on the side of a car on someone's slider while they're <laughs> driving. I did that on because Robbie has sliders on his Gladiator and has do it on Justin's car. Robbie has sliders like Justin's like Justin's does, Justin has, and it has those. It, yeah, it has those two little drops, those little drop steps. And I stood, uh, <laughs> I stood on his sliders and drop steps while we were kind of driving down the trail, and I had Darren drive. It's a very car. random thing to like, but sure, I guess. <laughs> I like, want. It's a very no. I, I, I totally get it. I, I totally so, get it. But like, if I'm gonna be willing to go to the frame, I want it to be exactly what I want. Because initially, I was thinking maybe I'm just gonna throw some bolt on there, fucking for the time being, like some nice like decent ones for a while like a couple years yes. and then eventually when i have like a good amount of money i'll be able to pay someone to like weld something build something just whatever. Wait. but like if we're gonna build it ourselves and we're gonna weld it on there then i want to do exactly what it's not gonna be as intricate as your mind desires yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. look it doesn't need to be intricate basically it doesn't need to be intricate or fancy or whatever it just needs to be functional yeah. that's the only that's the Everything only that we will be box sure I need to check can. is functionality. I'm sure it'll be as fun. long as someone can stand on it while it's kind of driving and be like semi stable while we're moving, and it protects my car from yes, rocks. Yes, of course it will. I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, like of like. course. Don't have any doubts. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't care what it looks like. No, you're. Not, it sounds like you have any doubts. No, I'm just saying. As long as it does those two things, I'm good. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. All right. Yeah, so uh, you got in the water with us this morning. Yeah, moving on to the next topic. I'm feeling a lot fucking better. It's feeling nice. Granted. My, my knee is a lot better. I mean, yeah, it still hurts and such, but like. Oh, I was going to say, granted, this morning was nothing special. It was a pretty casual morning in the water, but still probably very nice to be in it after yes, three months of three months not, of not being, being in the in water. It. Yeah, exactly. It's really nice to be getting in and like. I think my knee feels just fine, honestly. Like, I go tomorrow to talk to the well, doctor about what's going on and stuff like that. Being in the that, cold like, helps because I don't it, think it's necessarily that. It, like, it's, it's it's like an icing. Yeah, but that thing, that restricts almost. blood flow in a sense, which makes it not like 
it kind of tightens it up, which which that means. So like, yeah, warming the body will get the blood flow flowing, we'll get that going, and like basically in a sense not like heal it, but like continue the mobility in it, you know. Yeah. But what's good about the surfing is you have to be mobile in that. So it was nice to actually like surf today and go right and go left and like feel my legs, you know. <laughs> it does feel a little weird. Like I can tell you I'm dog off, off a timing for sure. It was funny because I watched you paddle for a wave. You stood up and then you dropped in and you went right. When it was blatantly a left. I couldn't. I and I yelled at you yeah, afterwards. I and I was like, because I, I I remember you kind of giving Brian some shit. He's like, oh, he still goes left on rights or rights on yeah, left or whatever. Yeah, but I'm also coming off an ACL surgery. After you said after that yesterday, I was like, my oh, leg, my God. I you just said that, left. and then you just did that. I tried to go left. And I, I yelled at you for it. Left. I was like, you're giving Brian shit and you're doing the same thing, motherfucker. Like, what are you doing? Like, you can't I try. I tried to go left. It was pretty funny. And I came back, I was like, dude, my leg doesn't work. I, I remember you saying that. You're like, my front leg don't work. <laughs> yeah, like, I like, I, like, I wanted to go left, but I was like, I couldn't, I didn't even go right. I just went straight, honestly. And like, it, I was well, like, from my angle, it looked like you kind of turned Yeah, because left, I was trying because to go it left. Closed it just out, went, yeah. You just had nowhere to go. Yeah, and I, like, I couldn't, like, push my leg forward i wasn't like used to it yet so it was super weird and, like i don't know it was, it was pretty fun though still that shit was funny all i'm saying like i like you were talking shit and then you went and did the same thing and i had to fucking call you on it and I, right. thought, I thought it was funny i still don't wear a leash don't matter <laughs> hey i didn't wear a leash. i don't know if you noticed but i didn't wear a leash today either oh what's why is that was the season the waves? They're bored first. No, no. Uh, it, it, it was him, by the way. Using using no. He lost leash, it on the first wave he took. <laughs> using no leash makes you better, dude. Sure. Yeah, it makes you more cognizant. No, it makes uh, you more uh, aware of what you're doing and where your board's gonna be going, and you gotta catch your board. I didn't wear a leash today because it wasn't worth wearing a leash. Yeah, today. it was completely small, so it doesn't really matter. And it was it, like it was small, high. it was rolling, it was like, high everything about it was slow and shitty and I was just like, I don't need a leash. Shout today. out to Brian. I, I, it was it was fun to surf with him today. It was it was nice, you know. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's, always a, it's always a good time when all I the like boys are out there. Brian. Like whenever it's we cool. have like more than like two or three of us, like it's always a good time. I think also like, before tomorrow um yeah i left my log in the car did you um see any of the wsl stuff i i gotta be honest with you i didn't actually even know it was on well it was like the the mayo pro or meo pro i think it was mayo pro mayo it's the meo yeah i did okay let me let me rephrase that i saw one video of that who'd you see was it Griffin Colapinto in a fucking yes. massive 360 as a perfect 10? Yes, it yeah. was. It, that's Huge. that's the video it was. That's exactly what it was. He goes left on this bomb, dude, and he's pumping, pumping, pumping. All of a sudden, like, it looks like it's going to close out, and he just punts himself off the top and just does this massive 360 and just stomps the landing. And he's yep. you don't even see him. There's so much whitewash. It's such a big wave of the whitewash crashing. He like gets down, lands it, and stands up out of the whitewash, and the whitewash is like still bigger than him. It was fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. And he actually yeah, that was a cool video. He actually ended up winning the uh, that event against um, fuck what was a uh, I think it was Felipe Toledo. Um, he ended up going against, and um, 
That's actually his first CT one. He's actually uh, from San Clemente, dude. Just San Clemente local. Okay. Yeah. So so and then also him and Kolohe and speaking of San Clemente, when are we do it? Uh, I can't speak. When are we gonna do another Sano trip? Maybe this not necessarily like overnight. I'll. Although I'm always down, when are we just gonna go like surf down there again? Because I'm super down to go do that. Well, I just started surfing, so let's uh, let me get some, let me get a couple days under my my belt first. Well, yeah, and that's kind of why I asked is because now that you're still on disability but functioning, hmm. um, and participating, uh, we can go on a weekend because you usually yeah. work weekends if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, right now, so so with me being able to surf again and stuff like that, and then so actually tomorrow I have a doctor's appointment, um, and finally I got insurance, was able to approve a authorization for physical therapy. There you Fucking go. Fucking so stoked, dude! Finally, About time. finally, three months. It's been December sixteenth. I had surgery. It's now March. That's. Yep ridiculous you know for me to just now start physical therapy like i don't know if what i've been doing was okay i don't know what if i haven't been doing anything would have been better like i don't know so what tomorrow i'm actually going um and getting a eval and I, my eval is with alan alan vogel <clears throat> is it with alan with personally? alan personally oh i didn't think yes. he works anymore i thought he was that like... doesn't work i think I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I was, way, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. Yeah, like either way, Alan, ago, like, yeah, I, I asked, I was like, who is or. who is the person helping me? Or like, who's going to be doing it? And she said, Alan. I was like, all right, cool. Like, he knows, ex- I, he helped me before. Like, I, he knows exactly what the fuck is up, you know? Like, yeah, well, and if he doesn't know who you are, to well, me, I'm gonna men- let, him, always, let him know. Be like, hey, like, by the I way, like, Nick Southron is my best friend. I always mention you guys for sure because, like, every time I go there, I always think of, like, like going there before. Hey, what's up, like my guy? Right now, so. uh, we've been surfing at Bolsa Chica. It is uh, 16, 65, Yeah, Southern California, like the Huntington Beach area. It's the state beach over here. Um, A little north of Huntington Beach Pier. I would say about three miles. Yeah, probably three. Three or four miles. Three miles, maybe. give or take. Um, between, yeah, like, it's just between Huntington and Long Beach, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Alan's a good dude. Yeah. So, you know the whole, uh, you know the whole, like, spoon massaging Ooh. method? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm scared to do that, because I got some scar so, tissue on my knee. And you know, fucking, he was the guy that actually came up with that method. You know what, you know what I've actually, I've, I've told them, too? You know, speaking of that method, you know it's funny. I what? asked them. I, I asked them the first time before my surgery when I was doing this. I was like, "Hey, do you guys do this anymore?" And they're like, "You know what? We actually had to stop. It's <laughs> they can't do it anymore." And I was like, "It was better when you guys did that shit. Like, I want my shit scraped. Like, yeah, yeah. like the, the, so, the spoon scraping. Yeah, yeah. 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 The spoon. They use like this, like plastic. So that board. was. But what's the paper that like doctors do before they graduate? They're it's like they're like case study. I don't know. I don't know. Your thesis. The, yeah, like your thesis, thesis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I, I'm thesis. pretty sure, if I remember correctly, that was Alan's thesis. Hmm. Was the whole spoon scraping theory, and then it like became like a widely practiced. Well, I'm excited to get my, for my like a little while. Well, dude. 
Um, yeah, no, Alan's a good dude. He knows what the fuck's. He knows what. What's what funny is so. So my insurance had screwed me over for quite some time, and finally I get these things in the mail and saying like, "Yeah, you can do this. Like, you got to prove like this and that and this." I'm and taking this one. No, you're not. Oh, you're such a pussy. <laughs> and um, and they get my my things back and. They actually approved me for aquatic therapy. Oh, that would be interesting. You're a fucking grandma now. You're not a fucking water aerobics. I think they messed that up because they they gave me 24 units. Gavin's doing a water aerobics, everybody. They gave me 24 units of aquatic therapy in one What is a unit for physical therapy? So it's based off of your insurance. So however many units your insurance will pay for is like... Yeah, but like, what's a unit? Is that like one month? So a session with my person, like, a, like a class is three is three credits. Or Shut three up. Units or like I'm trying to right? fucking tell you. If I go there, it's three units per session. So if I have 24, 24 units and three per session, that's only eight fucking times I can go, you know? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's like a class college high school type. Of- Fucking bullshit. In a sense, so every time that's up, I have to go request more, which is total bullshit. Oh, so it's like a prescription. You get yes. like so yes, oh, okay, so pres- it's like you get, you get one refill of yeah. 30 pills then, or some bullshit. Yeah, so you, you get only get 24 eight, units. Eight sessions of yeah. PT until you have to come back and be like, okay, yeah, you still need it. You Usually, can have more. They like to do two a week. So okay. if I do two a week, now like, I see what you're saying. So, so it's like that's only a month's worth of things. I've never heard that before. Units. Because my my insurance is fucking stupid. That's yeah. I, I need never, to change I've, it. I've, I've never heard that before. So. Are you are you still under the military insurance? Fuck no, I haven't been under that since 23 years old. I feel like that you are. Well, you, no. Yes. No. No. You were under that in Tahoe, weren't you? Until I was 23 years old. When did you turn 24? It bears two. Was it bears two years, wait, two years ago is when he turned. Yeah. No, but weren't I'm you still 20... in Tahoe when you turned 24? I, I, I was 23 when I was in Tahoe, left that same July, came home in that oh, July. Oh, so you left before you turned 24? Yeah, I turned 24. Oh, uh, I, I turned 25. Oh, I thought you left after you turned 24. No, so I've been over. Oh, uh, yeah. that makes more sense now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can, who can pick up man? What? <laughs> Me, because I'm an old person, because I have to do water aerobics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> I, well, I, we, You're dumb. I, we talk about a lot tonight. I, like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep everything straight. It's because you talk brain. over people and you don't let other people talk. Well, no, I'm trying to ask questions about the story that I feel like is well, pertinent information up, that like, would I want to know. What the fuck? So, so... Go into the next topic, I guess. What's up with you then? You got your I don't know shit. No, I called Vic today and I was like, "Hey, you like, got nothing? What is there an update? Please tell me there's an update." And I've been like nothing. trying to throw out like the positive vibes out into the world and like manifest some like good positive energy, and it just really didn't. Work. You want to be proactive with your car? Go ahead and look at LKQ and look at for Jeep. Like your look at what your model Jeep is and what engine and that actual identification code of that engine, whatever Jeeps are. Can you just buy it? I'm gonna tell you right now. Go to it has to be the Mopar 3.6 V6. Okay, so then look at what that identify. Like I already did. Look at what you. It's fifty five hundred dollars. What do you call that motor? Like, do you just type that in and it'll show up? Oh, I just look up 2018 Jeep. 
like three. Find the six. name of the yeah, movie. Yeah, find the name of the movie. Find the name of the movie, and then go on LKQ or go to it. Like find it used. If you can find it used, why do I want to find it used though? Like if they you want to sit and wait. I'd rather sit and wait if it means I'm gonna get a brand new fucking Mopar like everything motor and it's gonna have Watch a it breaking in. No, but see that's the thing. Like that. That's, this like is the Mopar. other thing. No, but see this is the other thing that I want. Mopar. That Mopar. I'm curious is like, and you might have some insight in this being from Toyota. Is so. I have two questions. My first question is, I know it's illegal to manually reset your mileage, but when you replace. Oh, shit. But when you replace your motor, your dash, is it your mileage reset? Your dash stays the same, but your mileage on the motor. When I had my T40 and I swapped in one day, it wasn't on the chassis. It said 189,000 miles. But, but when you say swapped at 180,000 miles, so when you when have because isn't isn't so the, your is, car isn't will have the a new engine, engine swapped at the second, yeah, miles But isn't the engine and the transmission the only two components measured by miles? For like age, same with the transfer case, same with your differentials and all that. But in, in a sense, I thought it's, well, I thought like main components. All the things that are moving in your drivetrain, your whole drivetrain. That's why I say six. That's why I say sixty thousand mile drivetrain, powertrain, or powertrain, or powertrain warranty, or drivetrain warranty, whatever it is, because it's with okay, all so the aspects of the basically whole thing the question that. The okay, so then that kind of leads me to the, the whole the, the whole question is, when I get my car back. It has a brand new fucking engine, but the rest of my drivetrain is still the same. And is and it still has forty nine thousand miles on it. Do you so if the same thing were to happen to my brand new engine, is that still gonna be covered for the next fifty thousand miles, or is it only gonna be covered for the next eleven thousand miles? You don't until my entire drivetrain hits that you don't get a reset warranty on your warranty. Yeah. If something happens, cool. You got that fixed. Yeah, that's your you warranty. proceed with your warranty. Okay, your so mileage. if something were to happen to my engine, it needs to happen within the next eleven thousand miles before my powertrain warranty expires. Yes, or, because that's the powertrain warranty. So okay. anything that so operates that's on that wondering. powertrain, that's how you say it. It doesn't just getting a new engine doesn't void it. So when you when you well no, like, phase, it's not that avoid it. I, I thought reset. Yeah, it's no, not like I, I thought that that part. So like would if you were be, to ever resell your car, you could you have to state and say like. You have a new engine put yes. in at this much mileage, so yeah. you're adding that much mileage in a sense, not to the engine, but to the whole drive. Like now, and it's the way that you're going to tell now is you're going to see yeah. the mileage and whatever mileage you accumulate from now until whenever that's how many miles that engine has on. Forty-eight thousand eight hundred eleven. I'm talking about your less. new mileage. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, It'll be forty-eight thousand eight hundred eleven miles less than what my so mileage is. Forty-eight k or forty-nine k, just round up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's forty-nine k less. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm just going with. I mean, honestly, in that situation, what I'm thinking about and what I've experienced. I would have noticed it instantly with the intake being off. You would have heard a different like sound in the cab. Well, no, but I didn't. It would have been a because I no because I was at low RPMs and low speeds. I was going maximum of 25, 30 miles an hour. So I was sitting at maybe fifteen hundred to two thousand RPMs, which with the stock intake and the new intake, they sound identical, and it's not letting up letting in enough air to make that loud of a sound to where i can hear it in my cab okay 
I don't think no, so I'm because just I saying, fucking heard it. Like, remember no, when no, we drove off that one day I, when we first got it? Look, you, I, I get it. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. I think you didn't notice because it fell off for so long. It's been, it was off for so fucking long. Well, it knows? wasn't, though. Who but that's when it, it fell off. Yeah, that's who knows? Thing, but that's what I'm saying. I, think I know exactly it. when it fell off. It fell off sometime during Sunday because... I had aired down on Saturday, which means I aired up on Saturday. When I yes, so when I aired up on Sunday after the trail, that's when I noticed that it was off because I had seen in my intake something looking. You different. just happened to see it though. No, but like, but that's the thing is you just happened to. But see I it. but I also know myself and I am that observant, so like I know I looked at my intake on Saturday when I aired up. Because that's just that's just how my brain yeah, works. That's just how I am. Just because it shows that it takes a little bit. Literally takes one bolt to fuck things up. Literally simple as no, that. No, I like I'm not saying that it's like justified oh, or anything. Like I fucked up. Like no questions asked. Well like what was the positive? What did they say? Well, no one gave me a definitive answer, but what I've kind of concluded off of the information I've been given is after the three trips, because we, 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 what happened was we replaced my intake. Then we went to Dove Springs. We went, Gavin and I went to two weekends of hammers, which you then came to the second weekend. Then I took one weekend off and then went to Death Valley the following weekend. And on Sunday, I hit a washboard section that I probably did about 30, maybe 35 miles an hour over. So a lot of vibration. And what happened was, is I'm fairly positive. I had didn't was. tighten down the hose clamp on the air filter tight enough. Like, so over that up. whole month of off-roading and then that final washboard section, it had wiggled loose enough to fall off I'm of the intake. I'm asking, what was the, did they tell you what the cause of failure or what, why they're doing it? Or did they just deem it as it's fucked? Because in other words, warranty has to know exactly what the issue is. With well, so yeah, because they have to like set a claim. So I had it towed to that dealership in Victorville and they checked it out. They did an oil change on it and we're like, okay, it's still kind of fucked. Like we need to like flush it and do like a whole kind of whatever um they did that and then they were like look like we're still finding metal flakes in your oil after like three oil metal chain. flakes yes metal That's flakes what I was confused in my oil there was metal flakes after three oil changes and two hours of idle and it wouldn't turn on or it, it was started it it ran for two hours apparently on idle or no yeah it ran rough when you drove it Okay, so every time I had it, starting from when the issue started, it sounded rough to me. At one point, the Victorville mechanic said it sounded fine. I don't totally believe that because I don't know if he totally knew what it was supposed to sound like to begin with. So I think he thought it sounded good enough that it was like normal, but it may not have been. I'll tell you this now. If I see metal, that's your rod bearing. So you just spun your fucking crank. You spun the yeah, your crank around well, this rod. Yeah. So rough, after then it could be a bad belt, and that's your top end. But if it's bottom end, after those three oil changes, the guys at Victorville were like, "Yeah, like we're moving your oil with a magnet in the oil pan. Um, so you need a new engine." That's when I had it towed to the dealership. 
and then Gavin and I swapped the intake so there was no possibility of warranty being voided because I wasn't sure if that would void a warranty or not because I didn't know if it was Mopar approved and it definitely was not installed by a Mopar technician because I did it. Um, Poor Mopar technicians, fine. Yeah, right? My name's all on that job. Yeah, 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 that's fine. <laughs> I didn't touch nothing. He when we when we showed up to your house to like. Oh no, I had it half done by the time you guys both showed up. Yeah, like, I started it before Jordan even got home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, I didn't start anything. I didn't no, say anything. That no, was it, all look, him. So look, like, it's yeah. fine. Like it was installed properly. I just missed. It was one just bolt. yeah, and like, that's what that and that it, just and, goes to show. And you it wasn't even like negligence. It was just like overlooked. Yeah, like it. That that's all it was. Um, but so anyways, when it got towed to the dealership, I kind of told them what the previous mechanic had told me. I was like, look, like they did this, this, and this, they recommended this. I know you guys have to diagnose it yourselves to decide if it's covered under warranty or not. So like, kind of just like do your thing with this information. Um, they came back to me and they were like, Hey, so like you haven't had an oil change here in 30,000 miles. Like we need records to make sure that like you've maintained your car, which I have. So I brought them those and they were like, yep. I cool. So like you're covered under warranty engines, fuck we're replacing it. That, and that was, that's literally all the dealership has pretty much told me. I should tell you a lot about Jeep right there. Spinning a freaking rod on like spinning the rod bearing on the crank at 48,000 miles. Like that's not, it shouldn't happen. No. And from what my you, previous service I advisor, drive harder than you drive yours too. So That's, I drive it harder. Like. Debatably, no. because situationally, yes, at Hammers you were ripping your car harder than mine. But I put significantly more miles on my car in less time than you have. So I'm asking a lot more of my car over How a shorter often period. Do you do your oil changes though. Every five thousand, I, I I do I do mine every three. See, I'm well, going, no, Jeep, I'm Jeep recommends between five and ten. I'm, no, I, it says three and five. I'm pushing like no, twelve thousand right now on mine. Jeep recommends five and ten for a for my Check car. your owner's manual. It says fucking three to five. It's I'm telling. Okay, well I'll tell always, you. Well, I always do synthetic, and it's still three to it's five. Okay, well, and I'll tell you right now because when I gave them my paperwork. Which was between five and seven thousand. That's why miles I think I've never time. fucking had any problems in my car. Fucking not probably. I've Vic still said, every Vic said it was fine. And the gauge inside of my car on my dash has never read below thirty-three percent oil life when I've gotten an oil change. I've never also had my oil light come on ever. Also my oil light has never come on either. I just right. checked the gauge. Looks like myself. we have a question from Tony. What's the next off-roading trip you're looking forward to? Um, the next off-roading trip we're looking forward to, I think, is uh, my birthday. Oh, big 26. <laughs> you're both fucking young. Relax. It's all right. You, you're fucking three months older, maybe. Actually, you know what? You're two two months and five days, so fuck off. No, I'm three months, three months and, five and five days. days. Same Whatever. shit. Same shit doesn't matter. Well, that's it's three not months because it's a month difference. Three months? That's not even, that's barely a quarter of a year older than me. So fuck off. I'm a year. I'm is, a, three months is a quarter of a year. Yeah, so you're a quarter of a year older than me. Whoop de doo, Basil. <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> 
I know, that's funny. What's yeah, next so... is my my birthday trip. So that's where are you trying of... to go? So that, okay, this is probably a good time to talk about it right now. Then. That's so, why I just asked that. Sure. So Jordan mentioned. So your sister is it her husband, her boyfriend? My sister and her boyfriend they live at Marietta, but they have a trailer, like a nice trailer, a toy hauler, and they bring out their sand rail, quads, motorcycles, and they go to Glamis and stuff like that. And so Gavin wants to go down south. All right, cool. Let's yeah, go to Glamis. I think that'd be fun. We can stay in the trailer if we want to, or we can go sleep on our cars or put like yeah, make a campsite right there. But we can take out the sand rail, the quads, the motorcycles, all that stuff. We can rip our cars. We can check it out. Um, so Glamis. That would be fun. Or if we don't, like, we can spend a day there or something. We can go somewhere else. We can check it out. Because he's off four days is what he wants to do. Yeah, so I'm well, off. So I don't know so if, I don't if he's told off. you yet. If, but if, so if you can get the off, problem like, is, is I have a work thing the 23rd through the 26th. So I have to be here. Um, so I can do it, like, the first or second weekend of April or next weekend. But I can't do it like his actual weekend or birthday weekend. So Justin's off the 27th. You're and the 28th. And I believe is what he 28th said. is there. It's like that Saturday, Sunday. Their 28th Sunday. is their anniversary. So what, uh, what days are you off the 26th? Or no, you're off the 27th then. I'm Saturday. Yeah, I'm off the 27th. Okay. So, so I'm off that till that Sunday too. So that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you can get off that so Thursday, you Friday. and I should plan. And no, the, 20, the 27th is a Sunday. So I could probably meet you Saturday night, but like it would be late Saturday night, like that's fine. nine. That's fine. We can still do stuff on night. Sunday, you know. So um, we could. I'll talk to my sister, and we could always plan on Gavin and I going. Depending out on how far they are. Before. Well, I was also thinking. How far is Glamis? Like, like two hours. Yeah, it's like two hours. But that's the thing. Okay, yeah. So if I leave also, by like five, six o'clock or something Glamis like that, is, I actually Glamis don't know exactly what time I would be leaving. Down south. So what's cool is Glamis down, being down south is we could also hit uh, the ends of Borrego and just cruise through that, spend the night there, and then just hop on down to Glamis and then go down there and like actually cruising. Like, That's what I'm saying. Is like we can meet my sister in Glamis like days before the weekend if yeah. they're willing, if they want to, and like we'll see. All right, well, Gavin and I will leave Wednesday and we'll meet you guys at Glamis Friday or something. <laughs> yeah. And. Yeah, I'm like take a trip and like camp somewhere or whatever. Brandon's coming back in. You still here, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I can meet you guys <laughs> out there like late Saturday night. Um, we gotta get Brandon and, out here on one of these trips and be out there for Sunday. What kind of car does Brandon have? Like an Acura, like one of like your old car. Oh, that's lit. It's like, it's, 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 have it's, an Acura TF. It's Shout like a, it's like a newer version of that. You know what? Shout out to those cars because those cars are fucking faster than your Dodge. You fucking bullshit. Like, I don't oh, care what anyone sure says. I drifted that thing coming up out Warner near Algonquin. I'm going to 80 miles an hour. I don't, I don't that remember. Thing was fun, man. I don't remember exactly what he had, but he's got something like that. He could off road to Acura. I see. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's not a Mini Cooper. I know that. You can, you can I know a, it is not a Mini Cooper. You can do a Baja Mini Cooper, which would be sick. Yo, did you see that, that picture of the priests I sent you? Yeah, those things are funny, man. So like, I sent them on, like... something on Instagram earlier today, and it was um, Tom Shoe Bishop drives a Mini No, he doesn't. Bishop Brands does not drive a Mini Cooper, all right? He, it's, it's, it's bigger than that, but it ain't big. I'll tell you that much. Um, no, but I sent them something on Instagram earlier that I saw on someone else's story. I think it was the that fajita taco. I 
Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? It, dude, I've seen um, that. I've seen that in the last like like past couple of weeks. Yeah. Dude, so like a, it was Prius a picture. Like a whole bunch of. It was a picture of three Priuses parked right next to each other with dude. like 35, 40 no, inch tires. 40s. This thing's cute. Whatever the hell they were, they were some big ass tires on, on there. Your, Put that on your Mini Cooper. And the caption is like, when like the boys and I, when gas prices get too high, and just some crazy looking Priuses. And I'm like getting to that point almost. Like once, like the the rental car gets like 20 miles to the gallon. You might as well just start when I get the when I get the Jeep back. I might have to start riding the ruggeds for a little bit. Like it, it might have to be a thing. I think it's like 100 miles to the single gallon. Make sure Brennan's is surfing lessons. Oh, yeah. Ozzy gets up on a longboard on the first day. I think they're pretty good. I can with guarantee. I used to manage a surf shop. I would look in. He couldn't surf two and a half years ago. And I can tell you this: it's not. It's not as hard as you people make it look, but it is hard. You people make it look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say <laughs> you people, it's the people who like done it before, like. When people like that just yeah, here, like, like the guys like me that have been surfing since they're two years old. Yeah, and like yeah. it's not even like that you're that you're surfing that you're no, surfing. No, I just I I've done you, it my entire life. You you don't just hop in, dude. It doesn't matter. And counting, <laughs> that don't matter. You're counting down, more. Brandon. You Come on, more, counting yeah, down. Counting up, down. Stop. No, he's counting down. He's he's I don't know the exact number, but it's between a hundred and hundred fifty pounds down. Six five three hundred. You should be playing no, ball. What are you doing? He's a good, he's a good pickleball player. Pickleball? Yeah, dude. No, you guys Jordan has a pickleball story. Do you really? Yes. Let's it's hear it. A, it's that, about his work. Too. Uh, oh, my my whole office plays pickleball. Let's so hear it. Let's go. Funny. That's why one of my drivers stopped like driving with us. He was playing his driver uh, drives one hundred fifty miles an hour. Stop to play pickleball. It won't, like, no, no, no. Like, I don't get it. 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 I don't on slow, slow turns. Other than that, it's like. But to get up to speed, or, or no, <laughs> it's a, it's a running, it's a running, it's a running, it's a running start, huh? So basically, yeah. like it's they're, the they're car, moving when they the car the broke, line, yeah. and the guy has to pay money to to fix the car too. And he's like, "Fuck that! I don't want to pay for that," you know. And he's like, I, "You know, well, I'm no, gonna take." He paid, but in the end, we bought the car for him. That's but what we, happened. We so like, he ends up paying, and during the during their time of fixing the car, he plays pickleball. On the off season, gets hurt. He's like, "Fuck it, I can't race. Like, might as well sell the car." Now. So, like, pickleball end up ruining your fun to go 150 miles an hour. Like, I don't know. What's better, pickleball 150 miles an hour? I don't know. Look, that's that's, a, that's a hard <laughs> a, a hard debate. No, it's yeah, not, no, I agree. It's 150 not. miles I, I, I would love to go drive a fucking race car. Um, but so sick. That being said, pickleball is a good time. Uh, I guess, I guess. You guys, should, you guys should come out and play with us sometime. It's it's a good time. All right. Uh, we usually put on Monday nights, too, which I believe you're both free on Mondays. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> every, it's a bit, it's a bit much. Um, I have that thing on that one place. That one the thing at the one place at the one time that you're yeah, not yeah, athletic not, enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like fun me time before Jackson's yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, so... 
Well, that being said, we're going to kind of close out tonight. Where's that fucking title again? There it is. Yeah. Let's bring this thing you up. Guys, don't time. forget about the giveaway. Yeah. Giveaway time. We got a giveaway. You know. It is a t-shirt, a baseball t-shirt, a Grab trucker hat. It. Grab it. Grab it's it. a trucker hat, a Yeti Rambler 20 ounce with a mag slide lid. Look at this. We got a baseball tee. Blue and navy blue and white with a front logo with a bullhorn. Shout out to Bullhorn. Thank you again. And this is on the back. And then we also have, let me see this. We got the Yeti Bullhorn collab in a sense with the mag slide lid. Look at this mag slide lid. It goes up, down, up, down. If you want to clean it, you take it off and it just goes right back on. Look at that. Boom, boom, boom. Done. This thing's sweet. I use it every single day now. I have two of them. One this, of them, one of them is a bullhorn. One of them's not. I had to pay for one of them. We also have the bullhorn <laughs> trucker hat. I actually really like this hat. I don't usually wear trucker hats because, like, like the hats that you wear are like really tall. This yeah. one is it like fits small people's heads. Like I have a small head, so no, I, I, I do. Like, I do like that hat a lot. And, like, like I do wear that one. Quite often. It's pretty cool. Black, white, and orange. It's standard. It's cool. It's got the little contrast. Black? I thought it was blue. No, it's black and yeah, white with, black. with the contrast stitching. I think it's really cool. If you guys like this, you know, don't forget to enter in. And then we also have the koozie and a uh, t-shirt as well. This is the koozie. Bullhorn koozie. I love it. It's pretty cool. I actually found mine. I thought I lost mine for quite some time. Yeah. And then we also have the, the hammers. Then we also have a navy blue bullhorn shirt. Just the front bullhorn logo as well. Um, and then hopefully by the time you guys uh, get that to 100 followers, we will have some stickers for you guys from our outdoor divisions. Um, and then hopefully some t-shirts as well. Um, speaking of the t-shirts, we want you guys to let us know what sizes you guys want. Um, I know I'm an extra large. I'm an XL. We usually I, like bigger yeah. sizes, more comfortable sizes. Well, I'm a big dude. I um, yeah, I don't. I don't know any smaller people XLs. than me. Like I'm usually the smallest out of our friend group. So, go bigger sizes. But if you guys want other sizes too, let us know. Um, I think Looks we'll, like we got a couple votes for small, medium. Yeah, I think we'll we'll go ahead and put this. Um, we'll put a poll in the uh, Instagram as well. Let you guys know. Extra small for me. Yeah, we'll make sure to get girl sizes too for Brandon. And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so if you guys want those let us know um and stay tuned yeah so i don't have anything else that's about it guys. yeah guys thanks for tuning in tonight um we'll see you guys i think it's gonna kind of do it for tonight oh yeah another one oh, more thing just too. kidding tuesdays seven o'clock um this kind of is oh yeah starting we're, we're we're trying out different times and different um things and stuff of. like that well, okay. we, last week we did Thursday. We have softball on Wednesdays. Yeah, so we have softball on Wednesdays too. Jordan and I play softball. Nick has done it too as well. Um, but yeah, we're trying out different times, different days. So let us know if you guys like the Tuesdays, Thursdays, Wednesdays, whatever. But other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good night, guys. See you guys.